podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Sam Keir, host of Hitman for Hire, a year in the life of a franchise cricketer. For the past 12 months, I've been talking to T20 star David Visa, getting his take from behind the scenes at the IPL, the 100 and the rest of the world's biggest leagues. That's the Donnelly view system, DLS. There's no <laughs> ways in my mind that was up. These guys don't know how to win at this stage. He had his driver pick him up in his Bentley. People start chanting your name. You kind of have to pinch yourself. Hitman for Hire, a year in the life of a franchise cricketer. Listen now, wherever you get your podcasts. Sport Social. Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. I was like literally up to it. But I've never heard of it. Well, did you know? Neither have I. Not until it goes. Okay, well, I'm not even on the right camera. Um, <laughs> fuck's sake. <laughs> Good evening. And oh, welcome along to the Monday Club at half eight. <laughs> <laughs> Monday Club is always brought to you in association with Redsbet. Redsbet are a betting site tailor made to um, support the fans' needs. They give 50% of everything to the fans, so no matter what, the fans end up a winner. Um, so get on to redsbet.com and share the app and share the glory and gamble responsibly, of course. And of course, we have a couple of uh, bets out, chari- uh, not charity bets, but um, uh, sponsored bets out during the week for the games that are coming up. And of course, I am Ron Borgerty, so it's not in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Hi, San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ron Burgundy. Um, anyway, uh, I'm Bill Casey. <laughs> <laughs> in tonight, of course, I have. Uh, we're in. We're talking. We're previewing the Bayern Munich game. We're talking about the Burnley game, um, and whatever else comes up in between that, uh, we might be able to tell you some um, stuff. Um, but anyway, <laughs> things and stuff. Uh, things You're really setting us up. I'm really balls. setting up. I've, I've been really enjoying the last couple of weeks, and today I'm not as happy. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, in tonight to discuss this uh, feast of positivity is of course joining me is, is the Beharied you might recognise him from the WWE Ramus. it is of course Ramus <laughs> Ramus as you can see has hair transplants and he's grown his beard to implant more hair in his head so that's, a, that's the nice thing that'll go to right yeah. beside him then of course is James O'Regan it was meant to be Andy but um, Andy had to go and do yoga <laughs> right, so, James willingly stepped in to let Andy go off and do the dog um, do a bit of dogging and of course then talking about dogging I have of course Dave Thomas back in from the valleys Hi. welcome back Dave get new, get new glasses 
I did get new glasses. Thank you very much. I know. I just smell yeah. them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You got them in the women's section, did you? I did. <laughs> cheaper. So it's cheaper if you buy them in the women's section. Or the kids section. Or the kids section. Yeah, because you got a small head. I'm gonna try to make some. Anyway, so lads. Where will I start? Do we start with a preview of the Bayern or do we start with Burnley? Let's start with a preview of the Bayern match, okay? Um, I'll just reverse it, just a bit different for a change, right? <laughs> but big game coming up. Um, obviously, we need a score draw to get through to the next round of the Champions League. Um, I've, I haven't said a win because we are incapable of winning away from home at this moment in time, so a score draw is the, is the best way <laughs> to get through to the next round. Uh, so I'll start with you, Ray. Mm-hmm. Um, are you feeling positive heading into this game? Against the Bayern Munich in the Allianz Arena in Munich, I wouldn't in the say red. overly. I'm, 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 I'm confident that, yeah, I think we could pull off the score draw that you talk of. Yep. I wouldn't be so confident of a win over there because I don't think Bayern Munich are anywhere near the mugs that people were making out. Um, they were being talked about as though they were just going to get rolled over, and the Bundesliga was gone to shit, and it wasn't up to a certain standard. Mm. Um, you know, the sports result against Dortmund um, probably aided a few people that didn't even watch the game. They didn't see Dortmund absolutely annihilate them for the first half half the match before. Um, so one of, the, one of those lucky three 0 wins. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. no, but I mean, you know, it was one we've we've seen it happen. Like there's yeah. certain games where the scoreline in no way reflects the full ninety minutes of the game. So I just I don't think Bayern Munich are anywhere near the mugs they they're being painted as. And I think it'll be tough, but a score draws within our reach. James, yes. Speaking of positively, <laughs> what score do you think we'll win? Uh, no, I, th- I, I, I'm like Ray. I, I, I think a, I think a sc- scored. Obviously, you know, Bayern need to come out and uh, attack there at home. Um, so I think we'll see a slightly different approach from Bayern um, than in the first leg. Um, and you know, we have it within us to to go over there and score. So um, I am confident that we'll get through. Yeah, but what's going to win? Did you miss the whole point of the question? <laughs> I'm not sure we win. I, th- I think I think we get a score draw. All right. Fucking <laughs> pointless. This is Dave. Make something up. <laughs> well, I, I mean, there's part of me that hopes we go out. Like you know, I got to be honest. I'm, <laughs> I, and maybe we've just been spoiled here over the last couple of years but we've got to two European finals in three years we've never competed in the league Mm. so I'm just not as excited about like playing in the Champions League as maybe I was in previous seasons and I the other thing is Klopp's going to play his best team in every game in the Champions League right Mm -hmm. so If Does we, he know what the best team is? No, well, the, let me let me rephrase best best team. What I mean is he's going to pick his strongest available team, mm. whether we think it's the best team or not. He's going to play uh, like he's going to play that front three in every Champions League game, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. He's going to play Van Dijk, Robertson, T, uh, Trent, Allison in every Champions League game. Mm-hmm. Mm. So okay, there's a few positions where he may not. So if we went out, I never want us to lose. But if we went out. I probably wouldn't be devastated. Did, you know? Isn't it crazy that, well, not crazy so much, but the, the fact that it's looking on, on paper at the teams remaining, it's it's is a fairly good as chance as you'll have of, of, of doing something with the Champions League. And this is one season now because Arroyo has turned on a different prize that we're, we're not saying go fucking hell for leather and go for it. Like it's, I mean, it's I definitely think, the, 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 quality, the caliber team isn't as good as previous times, maybe. I know we. Probably few would argue that we got a handy-ish run to the final last year. Um, so 
I mean, I'd be okay with us going out and City losing in the final. Like that yeah. would, like <laughs> yeah. if that happened, I'd be okay with right. it because I think yeah. that, you know, um, actually, I, I got a fucking awful feeling United <laughs> gonna like do get to the final. Yeah. But like, the reality is, you know, we have. A, I'm more excited about playing Fulham mm-hmm. than I am about playing Bayern Munich. Yeah. Like I'm more nervous, excited, anxious about that game than I am about Bayern Munich. For me. Wednesday night's a free hit. I, mm. I mean, I, 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 it's not that I don't care because I care about every game. But, mm. like, do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, I just feel like the league is what everyone yeah. wants. Yeah. Absolutely. And I I do think if we only had eight games, mm. if we're out of the Champions League and had eight games, I would back this manager and this team mm. to win eight games. Yeah. But if we've got the distraction of the Champions League and... Klopp doesn't know. It's not in his nature to go weaker or to rotate or to deprioritize. Oh no, not you know, not against Bayern because like yeah, is there a need to deprioritize that? I'm just like I, th- I think we are more than capable of sort of doing the Wednesday, Wednesday, Sunday. But what thing, is it? Four we, more extra games? Yeah, if we, yeah. Like, if we that's what I'm saying. Like if it was the group stage, yeah. you'd say right, the yeah. games are more regular now. That's based out. I think. If we were to go through against Bayern, I don't think it'd have that much of an adverse well, effect on us. Well, it's fifty percent more games. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah. So well, obviously, okay. If you play yeah. an eight yeah. or twelve, yeah. I'd rather we played eight. Yeah. Just because our squad yeah. isn't yeah. as big, yeah. isn't as deep. Again, if we win, I'd be delighted. Look, of course also, could you almost look right? We, I know. Sort of, if you look at it on the physicality, right? Play more games, you'd 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 say that you're obviously going to be that little bit more towards how much you won't know, but that the break that we had before. Didn't that really didn't work. seem to work. Yeah. I wonder are we the type of team that play, if we play well, more games, we might be more in yeah. our room than. So, I don't well, know. let me ask you a question, right? If we won the Champions League mm. but finished second, mm. would you be ecstatic with that, or would there be a bit of you which would be like? Ah, look, I, I, I have, right, I'd be ecstatic, but there's no way that'd be my first choice. Exactly. No, 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 yeah, no, so that's obviously. where I'm at. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. Yeah. I would be ecstatic, yeah. obviously, win the Champions League, I'd never put, oh, Jesus, the Premier League. Yeah. For me, I, I think we've got, we've got this shot this season. I don't want to say it's the only shot we've got, but it's as good a shot yeah. we're going to get. You only have to throw look at everything yeah, at it. Yeah, no, I'd agree, because like, there's no, there's, this, we could, we could be... Eight, eight years away from challenging for the Premier League. Forfeit again. the game, take mm. the 3-0 loss. <laughs> Don't even travel. Don't even travel. Do a training session instead. Get everyone fit. Hammer Fulham. Go top of the league. Put the pressure on City. Fuck the Champions League. Well, the fact that we aren't going to win the league, I think we should just show our hack fully into the Champions League. <laughs> We've got Dude. more chance of winning the league boom, than winning the Champions League. Boom. I disagree. I think we've more chance of winning the Champions League than we have of winning the league. Why? The league is out of our hands. Yeah. So is the Champions League. If we, if we, <laughs> the, the Champions League is still in our hands. Aye. If we beat all the teams that are left, whoever we face in the Champions League, we win the Champions League. If we beat every single team in the league between now and the end of the season, we still don't necessarily win the league. Okay. Yeah. So right. Okay. I get you. There's a, yeah. a slim probability chance there. You're going on a, a mathematical theory there, but <laughs> I'm not going on any. Math. I'm just saying. I think there's there's. Look, there's do you think you're going to win all the games? Can I ask a question? Yeah. Do you honestly believe if we beat every team between now and the end of the season of the league, we don't win the league? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. You think Steve you win ask, every game? You can't ask him that question, right? Because I can't. I just can't. no, no, no. Because you're teeing him up to say what he wants to say. I know. Right? Yeah. Which is no. Uh, I, 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 I genuinely do. So you don't think City are going to drop any points? No. 
Okay. Really? I honestly don't. Oh, they do. look like a team, they look like that horrible team that's just turned into steamroller fashion from now to the end of the season. And honestly, the only games that potentially they drop points in are Spurs and United, and I think they fall nicely where they can just focus on those two games. I've seen enough of them now to actually yeah. see the chink in their armour is the fact if they don't score early, yeah. They're, yeah. they're not the same team the whatsoever. And the first few yeah. games when they do score early, they're like the, one of the best teams I've ever seen. When they don't... Yeah. There's cracks there. I definitely, think the, the last definitely. three games, mm. they've needed something fortunate every time. They can win all their remaining games. Yeah. Without a doubt they can, but I just don't think they will. I think there's a greater chance of them winning all the remaining games than there is of us winning all the remaining games. But I look, I see Chelsea and the Spurs We game, want them more, And yeah. I, don't see, I don't see where we get... I, I, I was asked this question today in work by just the lads just having a ch- chat about football and stuff. I said, honestly, I think the team that comes out with six points from their last two games with teams out of the top six... It will be the team that wins the league. But they've got three. Who have they got? Tottenham, Chelsea, and United. They don't have Chelsea. They don't have Chelsea. They have Chelsea. No, they don't. They don't. They've Tottenham at home, and they've. You know, um, home. They're very similar fixtures towards. They have Cardiff no, and Fulham as well. The, the they've the, away. They've a near identical run in outside yeah. of the top. Of, the of, the top. Outside I thought they had United. Uh, no, I thought they had Chelsea. No, no, no. They beat Chelsea 14. Remember, they beat Chelsea 106 yeah. nil. They're playing Palace away. They're playing Palace away on the 2 o'clock kickoff on the same day we're playing Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Plus, you know Palace who's going to win for us? Broge. Yeah. No, Broge. Sorry, Honestly, you should really get back to this Bayern preview, though. I know. I know <laughs> but that, that, that's why I think, like, I was asked, and that was my genuine opinion. I think if, if we were to pick up six points in our two games against Chelsea and Spurs, yeah. I think that puts us in such a strong mental position that we probably win all our games around it, right? If they go. If you we consider them their hardest games. Which? Chelsea and Spurs. Our games? Though, yeah. Our games? Yeah. By far. So, but what I'm saying is, I'd, if I'd, you look at our form this season, I think we can get over the away day who do we've had since Christmas because most of our away games we've had West Ham away and we've had Leicester away, which was at the start of it, right? Mm-hmm. But we've also played United away and we've played Everton away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you look at that run, yeah. right? Yeah. And I think that you know of of those games, and then Leicester, sorry, it was Leicester yeah. home. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the, but you look at them and say they are tricky Leicester away to well. Yeah. yeah. But the, so so far of the of the top um, six that we've played at Anfield, we absolutely battered United. Blitzed Arsenal. Different, different, um, different. Who else? Who, who else? Have we played at home? City. Junior Lawson. Right, but okay. So and there's no. Mar- missed the penalty in the last. Yeah, 10 but seconds I mean, there's no. I mean, they're neck and neck with us. There's no. I know, but I, I don't know. I just think Spurs have recently have torn up at Anfield and have managed to nick a draw here, there, and everywhere. Right, and Chelsea. They've also in the last couple of games showed they're a bit weak as well. Yeah, but Chelsea, but that's the wrong time. We don't want to be getting at the end of our week spell. You want to get them at the. And what they have now is they have a nice break until they play us. Mm. They don't play. They don't play again. I think until they play us. No, they play. Don't they play at the weekend when yeah, we play Fulham? So we got Fulham. Um, isn't it a midweek game? And then the Spurs. Stupid international break. Away to Southampton. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So then, yeah. Yeah. But I, I look at it and say, that, I just think it boils down to those two games. If if we don't take six points, it's like going into. Can we the, leave this for later? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I just think going into the United. Remember the, the United the run of United, Watford, and. Everton game mm. and I said you want the minimum seven points yeah. coming out of those matches mm-hmm. and we took five mm. I think you're on last chance to win with the, with the Chelsea and, and Spurs game oh, I, I, I think we're on last chance yeah. well, we have to we'll win all the games that, but I think the reality is we'll draw points and City will draw points I mean the, the last eight, the last eight games of the season you're playing every team's fucking mad right you've either you've got some teams who you know for the the rest of the season, you think, oh, that's a gimme. But interestingly, but we don't. If you, if you look at the run-ins outside of maybe Cardiff, because Fulham are gone. But take Palace as an example, mm, right? Yeah. You know, they're never an easy 
team mm. to play. So it depends on the day the city play them. Are they on the beach fighting or are they on the beach? Mm. Right. Mm. So I'm, I'm glad Wolves is our second last game. Yeah. It's our last game. That's it. Yeah, Wolves yeah, is our last, last game. game. Newcastle is the second last game. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Newcastle yeah. second last. Yeah. So you want you're hoping that both of those teams are safe when you yeah. come to play against. But City go to Leicester as an example. Could anyone no, say? Host, host oh, sorry, they have Leicester. What I mean is, could anyone say? <coughs> What Leicester performance is going to put in? Nobody could predict that right now. No, no. but you the know? likelihood is if you go by Rogers' last day of the season performance, it's not going to be great. Stokes as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think both teams will drop points. My, I, I, just I have a theory on this, but come on, do your Bayern thing. We do. So Bayern, anyway, back to Bayern. Fine. Because we've got to think. Forfeiting, no? well, we're not forfeiting. Yeah. No, we're not we're taking not that idea. You, you look at you look at the you look at that Bayern team and you say, right, they actually have got. They were able to play around us. They actually implemented a very strong tactical plan to nullify us in Anfield. Yeah. Now, they didn't can, score. They didn't score because they had they weren't asked to attack us, mm. and they didn't have it's to. A good attack defensive us. performance. Strong defensive performance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they're at home in the Allianz, my worry is that we'll go out to try and make sure that we have a strong defensive performance in us, which we've seen Klopp do a lot away from home this season. Mm-hmm. And I think that just nullifies our strength. When I look at the game against Burnley, we can talk a bit more on Burnley, but when you see us go out and being just that out-and-out attacking force that we want to be, and we just stop worrying about so much about giving up goals, we still have loads of goals in us. Yeah. And I think when we sit there and try to be cagey, yes, yeah. we've got loads of one nils, yes, we're, but in knockout football... You need to be, and this is where I think Klopp's biggest issue with knockout football has been. He's almost been cagey rather than being ballsy. And the times he has been ballsy, that's when he seems to have gotten rewarded. And that's why I'd, I'd like to see us go to this Bayern team and not set up cagey. Go with Fabinho and Wijnaldum or Henderson. Along to be side. fair, he's lost two European knockout ties and they were both finals at Liverpool. I know. Right? But so, I mean... The reality is, I don't think that it's knockout football. I think that he does play different no, ways. It's, it's big games, man. Big it's games. A, I, want, I, want to, I want to call it knockout football. I'm not talking about finals. I'm talking about those big, those big, 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 big games. Like we're talking about this run in where he said they're all like finals. And I'm saying the last thing I wanted to say is that they're all like finals. I mean, City, Roma, PSG. I mean, you know, they're all big games, right? We blew, nearly blew the Roma one, if you remember. Well, nearly is, is a I know, but, right? we, but like, we, we did point, our best. Do you know what I mean? Way, so I, 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 I think I, it's an away from home thing rather than a big game thing. I think when you mm. said at the beginning, when he goes away from home, I did. I do think he packs the midfield with mm. workhorses. Right? And, concrete. And I, and I think that they will talk heads. about why he does that, but I think that that's a legitimate point. Um some it's of too it much faith in in the front three, perhaps thinking that right, I can do that with the midfield because my front mm-hmm. three are so good. But the, the bottom line is they've been missing an attacking well, impetus from midfield. It's not even I mean? that they're missing chances. I mean, the reality is we sh- every game we've drawn, probably apart from the first, well, apart from maybe the Leicester game, we should have won. Yeah. yeah, we miss sitters in mm-hmm. all of them. Mm-hmm. So and especially against Bayern, yeah. we probably should have been two or three up. Yeah, yeah. easy. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Mane, Mane, I know we'll oh, talk God. about it, but Mane's <laughs> missed against Burnley. Yeah. I mean, how the fuck do you miss that? Yeah. You know what I mean? I it's like, miss, we're, yeah. we're yeah. missing really. So, he's, Sadio Rosenthal. He is a little, he, he's like 5% away club from being a genius. Yeah, yeah you know? look, you can make an argument. They yeah. did set, set up so defensively and we still create a chance. So, yeah. we, I'd be hopeful like that you could... Yeah, I think he, like you say, he is. He's going to do his, his staunch, not giving away much midfield, and see how it goes. And well, you know, if needs be, and my one one or two goals down, he'll go balls out then. And um, would it be a suggestion though, does because Kate didn't play that he's thinking 
Yeah, this man knows his German German yeah. team. This is a stadium where he's used to playing. Well, Klopp, any... Klopp actually made a comment that Genie was looking really tired. So I don't know if he's just playing mind games and, you know, he's... But it could be he's looking to rest Genie and bring maybe Keita in. I mean, when Aldon was first sub, I think he's yeah. nailed on to start. Yeah. yeah. I think right. Henderson's nailed on to start. Lallana won't start. And I, I would imagine Fabino would start. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I think that's his midfield. He's going to go with Henderson, Fabino, and and Wijnaldum. Mm-hmm. Or would Fabinho go into the alongside Van Dijk? Uh, yeah, I would just couldn't. Well, Matip's fit, right? Him. And so is yeah. Lovren as well. Yeah, I don't think that'll happen. I think Fabino is the, probably the first midfielder he picks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then Wijnaldum. Mm-hmm. Then it's who's the third. Um. And away, he usually goes with another sitter as opposed to yep. Lalana or yeah. whatever. So I think that the midfield probably picks itself. The only he might play Milner if Milner was. I fit. think Milner starts. Yeah, I think Milner starts. Make a start as well. Up. I think it'd be Hendo, Milner, and Fabinho ahead of Wijnaldum. Yeah. Ahead of Wijnaldum. I think if if he's if he's saying that Wijnaldum wasn't even in the squad yesterday. No, though. and that's why I think he definitely starts. Okay. I think he rests yeah. him. And when he, had, he, had a pick he was injured, right? No, he, when, he was injured. Well, no. he was picked up a knock or whatever, they yeah. left him out of the squad so that he was ready for this game. Okay. But I think going back to your point, the experience, in his head, he's thinking, there's Henderson, there's Milner, my experience, there's and, Fabinho. Yeah. And, and there's a point to that, right? Which is that he doesn't have to coach them as much, mm. right? In that he can literally say to Milner, I'm playing you here, you know what to do. Whereas with Keita, he's still coaching him. He's still trying to get him to play the I way... He, yeah, I hear you. However... For my the key issue I have is that when you play that midfield, it's where Lalana played and did I'm well against Burnley. I'm saying that's why you picked I, it, we yeah. just lose that link. Yeah, I agree. Mm. The front three become very isolated. Yeah, and at times we have uh, stifles our creativity, yeah. and I think that really is a is a core issue for yeah. us in the games away from home where we've been drawn. Yeah, we haven't had that link between the midfield and the front three. That's that's why I wasn't worried when I heard. I at first I was like shocked here in Atlanta, but then thinking about the midfield that he put out there, I was like, actually that's a good idea. You know, we need some sort of link between midfield and the attack. Yeah, and exactly, and, and yeah. we, it was the first time we've seen the front three really on it. Like, well, for me, well, I lost uh, just because uh, I thought Lallana was absolutely being shy for the last couple of years. So <laughs> the old Lallana that used to do yeah. that, I would have said, yeah, have yeah. him in. But the guy that has been oh, making yeah. fleeting appearances from us with all these injuries has been well, absolutely. The thing pony. I'm surprised he hasn't tried is to drop one of the front three into that role. Right, like Ma- Firmino. Like yeah. for me, well, he's done. But that's because Firmino no. can't pass the ball to his own so players anymore. But Mane mm. in that role with, say, Origi, Firmino, and Salah ahead of him, I'd like to see that because mm. he is—he's very good at running with the ball, mm. uh, and that's what you want from that player, right? Is mm. someone who can beat the man then pass. Yeah, yeah. It's not someone that can dribble through four players, but beat one man and pass. Mm. And I think mm. Mane could do that. I think Salah could do that. Um, I get the worry about Shakiri and Keita because they lose the ball too much. And and that's just the reality. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, if you watch them, they lose the ball way too much yeah. in that position. And then you get turned around, and that's how we end up, you know, so deep then in our own half that mm-hmm. the front three are completely yeah. isolated. Yeah. So there is a logic to it. I don't like that midfield either. It wouldn't be what I would pick. And if he does pick Milner or Wijnaldum, I wish he'd say, you're an attacking midfielder. Yeah. Mm. yeah Go yeah. forward. Yeah, yeah. One of them, look, yeah. your focus is to link yeah. this midfield mm. to the attack. And I mean, if you're going to do it, do it. That, I, don't know, but but I, I have to say, I, like, 
and I digress a wee bit. I keep looking at Ruben Neves at, at Wolves and just going, I'd, I'd love to see him in our midfield. He's very good at linking the, the, the front line. And they don't play with three up front. They play with one or two up front yeah. like that. And he's just very good at getting from that midfield position up there like that, giving the ball. Very Frank Lampard-like in terms of the way he gives it, gets it, and is not afraid to have a ping from outside. That's the other big thing. I look at our midfield mm. and nobody has shots. Yeah. 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 And like, Firmino's you know, the only one that'll give it a go, and he's the deepest yeah, one. It's like yeah. Pete Marham getting on to take a shot. Like that's yeah, what it reminds yeah. me of. It's like you're he might get one every yeah. couple of years. It'll be an absolute bullet. Midfield this season must be the lowest we've ever had. It's one of the lowest. I it's definitely one of the lowest. Yeah. Like yeah. we, that we haven't had a midfield score. Like if you think, I think um, Shakiri was online to beat all of uh, Coutinho's records, and then didn't play ever again. Right, <laughs> and then that was it. And like you look at it, and you say, what was Coutinho had twelve goals and whatever it was assists, and we'll yeah. still have more goals and assist than any of our midfielders this year and you're saying that's where we're missing sometimes your, your front three don't fire sometimes mm-hmm. the strikers aren't and that's where you need the midfielders to weigh in with some and, goals and, and, and back Chamberlain is that what we're saying? Uh, we need Chamberlain back and we Can't need someone who could also do yeah. that and that's, that's not going to happen he's been out with a long term injury and he's not going to make it back before the season he might do some fleeting appearances but he will not be an integral part of this team before the end of the season he needs a full pre-season and what happens is these players is particularly after those knee injuries once they go or going back early, they tend to get a, a bigger injury. Well, not one as big as, say, the cruise ship, but like something that will take mm. them out for six or seven weeks, and that'll be the end of the mm. season for him. Like, look, he was already holding the hamstring in the under yeah. I mean, Lalana, we need a younger version of Lalana, a fitter version of Oxley Chamberlain, whichever way you want to describe it. Yeah. I agree on that. Going back to the midfield, you know, what's interesting is Henderson, you know, in that season under Rogers, I think scored. Six or seven it just came in, sorry, goals. I cut across. It just came into my head. I know it's being mentioned and being talked about because we were linked, but your man Madison would be ideal in our team. Yeah, you know I like Madison. He's a smashing little player. Yeah. No, you don't rate him. I think he'd be brilliant in our team. No, I think we've gone beyond that. I think the players that we saw need to be need to be special players. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I don't think he brings anything amazingly different to what an informed Cater would do or an informed Oxlade Chamberlain does. And I'm talking about a fella that's going to give us a different fundamental look to our midfield by being that link player that we are struggling that we have missed we've never replaced Coutinho and you're not going to there's nobody in the world that's going to sell me that Madison but is as good as Coutinho but Ronaldo no. was no, a number I 10 I know but so he's being transferred how can he that, that, you know? yeah. he should be able to play that role Keita should Keita should be able to play that role you know so I think we've got the personnel to do it there, there's something around particularly when we go away from home where we're just deep, too deep now, saying that, right, I mean, when you look at the way Klopp plays, let's be honest with you, all of the attacking emphasis comes through the full-backs and yeah. the front three, mm-hmm. right? He isn't looking, he's never tried really to sign, you know, a goal-scoring midfielder. Mm-hmm. I mean, we signed Chamberlain, but I think his best season was less than 10 goals. So I think he scored more goals with us. I was online to score more yeah, goals with us than he ever scored at Arsenal. Well, he, was going, he was trying to get Fikir, wasn't he? So, I mean, yeah. but it was Shaqiri then. You reckon that Shaqiri was brought in because we couldn't yeah. get him. Absolutely. There was, yeah. I remember there was a newspaper report that was saying that they looked at Fikir, the money was too much and they decided to go for Shaqiri instead because it made more sense. He was used to the league and would play in a similar type role. So, like, there's all this bit that goes on mm. That says no, he wasn't. But I think it's quite obvious that as soon as oh yeah, those yeah. Shakiri was the backup. Yeah. But I think that he's looked at him and said, "There, you know, he's very good when he's got time and space." Mm. But at the very top level, Shakiri, he loses the ball too much. Mm-hmm. And as I said, same as Keita, they're mm. just not there yet. Whereas the reason Fabinho has forced his way into the team is Fabinho never loses the ball. Yeah. Like you know, he's. You know, he's very good. At it. He's brilliant. He's very good. I think he's going to be key tomorrow night. Yeah, Wednesday, Wednesday night, night. Yeah. whatever night, the night. Yeah, yeah. Every night. 
He's going to be key every single night. <laughs> but he is because he gives, he allows that when Van Dijk steps out, if the ball is played to him, you're not worried that obviously he's going to be dispossessed yeah, exactly, and the defence yeah, is going to be yeah. cut out. It allows for the fact that if Matip goes on a ballet dance up somewhere up the pitch, you've got sufficient cover that when it breaks down, he'll win the ball back. And he, and even, he can cover for Trent as well because yeah. he used to play as a right back. But he's also, he, he does those intelligent, crappy frees around the edge of the midfield. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where, yeah. Yeah, where, the ones where you don't get the yellow card, yeah, but yeah. it breaks up play. Yeah. yeah. And it looks We've been in, screaming for cynical fans yeah, for yeah, years. Yeah. It looks innocuous. It's just that awkward. And there's one the other day was far from innocuous. It's just ah, a yeah, proper yeah. fuck off. You're, you're about to break him. Yeah, yeah, you? And, and yeah. you can tell yeah. he's got a switch, right? That when he flicks, he's going to go. Because yeah. uh, he gets pissed. I'll be honest now, and I've said before, I'm not one for watching other leagues, so I don't know about these players before. And I hadn't heard him mentioned before, but I'm really, really impressed with him. Really, I can't, I'm surprised I wasn't hearing loads more about this guy before we signed him. And I don't mean from my point of view, I just mean in general. That yeah. close man's heavily linked with him for a while. But well, he's, it's the reason that I'm still, you know, pretty positive of that Keita will come good. Because, mm. you know, every time we say, why isn't he, you know, about these players, you know, Klopp knows what he's doing. Yeah. Like in some, yeah. some I, I would say to play for Jurgen Klopp is probably really hard, mm. right? Yeah. As in tactically as well as physically. Mm. And I think he doesn't, put players in unless he thinks they can do it. Yeah. And I think he's looked at Keita, and more recently with Shakiri after the injury, I think he thinks he's not fit enough. Mm-hmm. And he's going, you're not doing what I'm asking you to do, so yeah. I'm not playing him. Yeah. yeah, if you think about Firmino, you've also got Robertson. Like yeah. Robertson, you know, wasn't even in the squad first, and now he's like our first yeah. choice. Exactly. And that back, Chamberlain so. was left out for a long, yeah, long exactly, time yeah. as well. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. People are saying, why isn't he starting, etc. So, yeah. So, look, the other bit is, is the defence, really. It's like you've got... You've got um, NBC because I was in America yesterday watching the match uh, <laughs> <laughs> WNBC I was enjoying Robbie Earl and Robbie Musto's uh, analysis Earl. on the game oh Robbie Earl by the way has picked us to win the league Robbie Earl but firmly believes oh, that win Paul the league. oh god oh, there you go, lads. I keep telling you the bank of evidence keeps growing. So just on Robbie before you move on. Very, I was, very I was sad in America day. as well yesterday watching the game. And <laughs> them talking about on the same flight? what Solskjaer has done. Sorry to divert. They're talking about this special thing that he's done, right? This amazing... They fucking won one game in the quarterfinal, the last 16 of the Champions League, and they're comparing it to... Anything they've ever done in the Champions League, mm. they've won it three fucking times, mm. right? And they, you know, in '99 they won it in very dramatic fashion. I mean, am I the only one that thinks well, they're going they, fucking if, bananas? You well, know? No, but if I, if I think actually, it's equivalent yeah. to looking back at us and and, yeah. and how you when when you've been successful and then you haven't been for a while, you jump on things that are you know, semi successful. Yeah, look at us, fucking back. No, I think around like we win the it's, annual yeah. best team <laughs> yeah. of the league awards. Chelsea win their game in fair play United have actually only haven't gained one po- point on the position they were in when uh, they sacked Mourinho. Yeah, I think United have gained two points on us while Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has been yeah, the best that's manager that's ever lived. Something mad, yeah. But they're talking like he has, like he is the second coming of Ferguson. No, but they're talking. No, yeah, just, I, I know you've heard. I know you've heard. Listen, can I say something? Don't give a shit. Yeah, I know you don't. I, I, I know I, you don't. In his own words, couldn't give a shit, Robbie. So I was like, couldn't give a flying. When we were in America, you were saying that yeah, you noticed something. Yeah. Did I? Yeah, yeah. Robbie Earl tipped us. You were going down a row there. Did, yeah, did so was, yeah. that wasn't your point. I'm wasn't sure there was point. something else. It's been ruined now. Because <laughs> you forget. It was about the defence. That was it. On the coverage on NBC Sports. Where's Van Dyke? What did they say? They mentioned that 
when Trent went off, it was because of an injury. Now, I haven't seen anything else in the papers, Trent right? Trent was poor. But I uh, know Trent was poor, but hang on a second. Poor is uh, precautionary. Well, hang on a second. Yeah. I, I, I can take poor. Yeah. Because it's about getting game time because he has had a spell out. Mm. But as soon as he goes off, uh, weakness at right back is completely exploited. Mm-hmm. And this is a big fear to have you. We need him 100% fit for Wednesday night. We need yeah. him to be on his game because they are going to look to exploit those flanks mm. and look to get in behind. Well, the good news is it wasn't a recurrence of his other injury. He had a shoulder, a tight shoulder. Mm. So I think that, you know, he's more likely, I would imagine, to recover from something like that than if it had been a recurrence. <laughs> but I totally agree. I mean, we need to sign a right back in the summer uh, because we, you know, even Gomez... Is not as, is not good as good there, and you know it's it speaks well to Trent that he's made that position mm. so important. You know, and his final ball was terrible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do that young play he was up against was good. Like he gave yeah, him a hard time. Like yeah. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> the level of effort required to do this podcast is far as outweighs the ability. Well, I put another mark in that for you, Philip. No, I, don't, I honestly don't care. Good evening, welcome along. I've already done the. I'm just going. Like, I'm just going. No, to no, the no. Thing. You didn't. You done the intro. You made a bollocks of it, and then you said, "I'll do it right on the podcast." Yeah. Yeah, I say loads of things. <laughs> anyway, let's look looking at that Burnley match, right? So I honestly couldn't give a rat. <laughs> right, right. Um Alison, came back tonight. I know. I I'm I'm really struggling tonight because to be quite frank, I could be doing so many other things which would be so much more fun than this. But so I'll do me level. So offended by that. I'll do I'll do me I'll do, I'll do, I'll do me level do you want a hug? Do you want a hug? I think we level best here, right? Okay. Well. Burnley game. First thing <laughs> that's really interesting about the Burnley game um, is the decision. The weather. The weather goal. was mad. The weather was a bit the mad. The weather was mad. But, the, but, but I want to talk about the four, the, their goal, right? Yeah. It's outrageous. It's never been a goal. <laughs> that the officials nowadays, even without VAR, can't see <laughs> when a fella is fucking literally holding himself up on top of a goalkeeper and pushing the goalkeeper down to the ground. And I, normally I'd be like, if it was 50-50 or both of them were off the ground and they clash, you go, look, it's, it's a bit of a soft But one generally when you even touch the goalkeeper, it's, it's a free out. Like, so we've Can gone. I tell you something? I watched the game back last night, right? And about two minutes before that goal, Lalana goes up for a header. Goes up, wins it clean enough. And the ref gives a free. And he, the, the camera pans to the ref... And you can clearly see him saying to, L- to Lilani, you had your hand on his back. Your arm was on his back. So it goes down. Matip fucking goes off on some sort of tangent. He forgets he's a footballer and heads it into the <laughs> cop, right? The ball comes over, and when you watch the replay from in the cop, basically, you can see the referee looking straight through. I think it's Tarkowski. And he has his arm up on his back, right, holding the keeper down, and he gives the goal. Two minutes later... The ball is played out and Fabino goes to win it and this guy comes in behind with his arm on his back. No, no free. So I don't know what the fuck that referee was at. Andre Mariner. Yeah, it was Mariner. I, yeah. It just it's it's appalling. The decision is outrageous. And every time you see it you go, 
Now he's definitely given a free out here. You know what I mean? And I don't know what to say about these refs anymore. I really, don't. Had that a conspiracy theorist would have been out through the window had had we lost that game and the, and the Sterling goals and then well, the, like, the Premier fair, League have a. To be fair, to win it had every right to go over and beat the fucking head off mm. the linesman. Well, he did have another yeah. goal a minute later. Yeah. The ball ran out for a goal kick and he turned to the linesman as if to go, "Are you fucking for real?" Yeah. And you know the finger to the temple sort of thing is. And I thought, be careful. Because the referee might fucking yeah. take that as something. The only, the the only bad outcome of that would have been that Mignolet Simon Mignolet would have, have been games. on the pitch. <laughs> oh, God. So I agree it's a foul, right? But here's a question I have, right? <clears throat> I've never seen a goalkeeper penalised when something like that happens for pushing himself, right? Mm. Like, you'd never get a penalty if a goalkeeper's trying to yeah, push you out of the way mm. to get the ball. Why isn't why aren't goalkeepers not just Allison, but just like fucking swinging haymakers? Yeah, but you see, the thing like, is, Dave, when the ball comes in, if that fella is in front of him with his arm kind of you know trying to reach back to get him, fine. But if you watch Allison, Allison sees the ball, yeah, adjusts himself to go for it, goes to put his hand up, and it's the guy, guy he, the guy is behind him yeah. on but his fucking back. He, what happens is, I think because. Is it Wood is in front of him and Tarkowski? Wood is in front of him and Tarkowski. He does look like he's flapped at it and missed it. Mm. Right? Uh, no, it's a foul. Should be given. The linesman especially should see it because he's looked... Oh, but the, ref, oh, he the referee's view is, is yeah. like spot on. He's looking straight in at it. Yeah. He, yeah. He's... But, you know... Look. Well, he missed the goal, and on radio, they were convinced that just Alison made a bollocks of it. They, well, that's what I mean. They, they, they had no, no, there's no foul there, no foul there. And then I went in and watched on the TV and said, what the fuck is your angle. Mm. Like obviously, if you're looking straight down and you're looking from behind Tarkowski, right, you can't see even putting the arms up. It's when you can see the referee has a great view. The referee is an amazing. Should be now, and this is the whole thing. He's looking straight down the line. You can see the player and you can see the hands on the goalkeeper. Right, you can see the goalkeeper trying to get up off the ground. So I have a theory. My theory yeah. is that the linesman's a Liverpool fan, and he knew that we needed to concede to kick right <laughs> to <laughs> fucking sort ourselves out. And actually. It, we should go 1-0 down in the first four minutes of every game from now on. Oh, because because oh, at least we've got to go fucking attack. Dave, I'm not interested. People will laugh at that, but you know the way we talk about 12 o'clock Sundays, the atmosphere doesn't be yeah, great yeah. and you get up for it. Six minutes in, the fucking crowd are baying for everyone there. <laughs> you know, and it's just, yeah, yeah. and That's then. That's what you want. United we, in a common enemy. And, then kill the and all of a sudden, the fucking wind picks up to 300 miles an hour. Honestly. Did you see the one where, where the ball goes down the wing I for Salah? And he runs past it. <laughs> the ball actually bounces up in the air. Salah goes running, and it just goes, oh, fuck off. Seriously, like, someone had on the screen. 0 after 10 minutes, Alisson should throw it. was like an away, yeah. away day at Hout Celtic <laughs> or uh, Block Shinny. One of them up in the cliffs, you know, so used to build the ball and <laughs> with a tongue out boot of the ball and it literally come right back in the night. I hit you in the face, I go six foot four. Firmino's pass in the second half where he's trying to square it yeah. to Salah and it nearly goes in the goal. Right, here's another thing because we were just briefly, we're, we're actually talking about Allison and was it a fell? His fucking acting the bollocks again there with letting, the your, letting your man come in and close him down. He's like the other side. And inflict it over the no, um, Listen. Even Van Dijk, who, Van Dijk, the coolest man stop. on the planet, nearly shit himself. Stop. No, he should stop, stop. it. I, I, I can't I take it. Allison gets bored. Oh, yeah. I just like, I stop. don't care. Get bored and stop. just do a solo and yeah, volley it when I said no this at the start of the season, right? You start whining up the pitch. You start whining about this stuff, you need to take your little arse, fuck off <laughs> over to England and join the Brexiteers, right? Because that's just you being a fucking dope. We signed him knowing exactly how he plays. Okay. Don't start moaning about right. how he plays because okay. he's brilliant and he's allowed to do this mad shit. Because why? Every time we've had a mad goalkeeper, we've done quite well in terms of being successful. Reina, okay. him, 
and grab. Poor Marco. Okay, so Poor therefore, Phil, because we have a slightly mad keeper, you're tipping us for win the league. No, I didn't say win. Well, I'll tell you what, did well. Poor Marco in this. I'll put a marker in this because this doesn't happen often and right. it probably won't happen again for another six to eight months. I agree with him. Yeah. And I never, I never agree with him. <laughs> he, he, we've signed the goalkeeper there, Ray, that. All right, the second half he does, he, do, he dolls on it a bit. The player gets very close to him. He flicks with the outside of his foot, goes out to Matip or whatever. And you're kind of going, like, Listen, like, come here. Yeah, Mark is Van Dijk. Yeah, I know. The replay, Van Dijk points where he should play it, points again, and he doesn't. And he flicks, and Van Dijk is fucking hell. Yeah, if, that's if that comes to shitting himself over everywhere. Come here, let's, tell you, let's go back to what we were tweeting about a minute ago. Could you imagine, right, the four seasons that we got yesterday and Simon Mignolet in goal yesterday? No, I'm listening. I'm not listening. Balls back to him that were at any speed, bouncing a little bit, the wind's blowing at him, there's, there's hailstones in his face. You know, he's like a well, different memory. I remember the sports game, he me played. and Dave, we were even at the David Fairclough when he was launching his yeah. book, right? And, oh, and I just, Christ. Dave says, what's got, I says, Mignolet's going to make a bollocks of it. And yeah. sure enough, he came out and totally missed and they scored again. Yeah. I think that was... And in between Mignolet and Allison was curious. I mean, we forget the shit in the sandwich, like, you know? But I will say... Who's this curious? The one thing I'll say about what I really enjoyed about Allison yesterday was he was able to play the weather so it was, he was pinging balls yeah. 60 yards just flat, flat along about knee height yeah. through bodies and everything like that, just going like basically laser lining them to a Liverpool player mm. and you're saying if that's puffy wafty kicky bolly <laughs> right <laughs> could you imagine the noise coming off the ball in that wind yesterday <laughs> when he kicked it honest to god Mignolet would have had more shots on goal himself right <laughs> yeah, on, on himself, himself yeah. on his own goal. than poorly had in the whole game if he was playing yesterday because it was buffy fluffy wafty kick that he goes <laughs> okay, on so Alisson and I know, I know it's hard in a most moment but there's a tactical thing as well right there's Burnley you let you let him get you let him get close to you. Get close yeah. to you yeah. so that it opens space up in the midfield. Yeah, just and just then there's there. a little bit of poo came out there. So that's, uh, that's, but that's, that's because that's your pots were gone. You and Shane hide me behind the sofa. Yeah, Shane, yeah. poor Shane's behind the sofa. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> family bag of meanies every week. I love the other thing I liked about Alison was he was so fucking angry after the goal. Yeah. That yeah. He was going up front himself if we didn't score. <laughs> yeah. He was like, fuck this now. Yeah, but another thing on that is, he is so angry. But if you watch him from there on in, he does everything he needs to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, if you go back to Mignolet or Carrius, we're conceding three, and we're conceding three well, st- stupid goals. Because you know, they Carrius have is crying, goals. and Mignolet is basically on his line. But Harrison Carrius, it was only really the Champions League final that he went Yeah, we had concussion. Outside the Bournemouth game, where, no, the Bournemouth game where he went. Didn't he have a letter from Dr. Dre or something? Remember, he had he's the, got a letter from Dr. Dre over the Christmas. That's right. It's like saying, you know, he was in America he, watching the football with you. But he only murdered one person. It wasn't a real one. Come on. only that one person. Just moving on from Madison, um, because his name is quite similar, but Alana, right? Had, everyone looked at the team sheet and went, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Right? There, isn't a, there isn't a single Liverpool fan outside of his family that looked at the team sheet and was going, deadly. Mm-hmm. Look, yeah, he's yeah. starting, right? To his credit, puts in a brilliant shift. Mm-hmm. Is the Mane goal is, is directly attributable to him, mm-hmm. showing the front three how to go and close again because they, they'd forgotten that for a bit of a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just an aggressive break that closes down, it drops. And then Mane, a lovely ping around the corner. I know he was trying to pass the ball to Salah. No, I don't think it was. It was a great tackle. Yeah, it was a great tackle. The man Taylor, he put in some serious challenges. Yeah, we'll we'll get on to him in a minute because I just loved him flinging himself all over the shop and doing great. But Lallana worked his bollocks off Mm. to his credit, right? As you said, he looked like 
a younger version of Lalana. Yeah, well, I think the the, the Lalana inclusion though it's not like the 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 Henderson fucking debate that keeps going on with people just slating him for the sake of slating him. I think it was warranted with Lalana. He's been pissed for a, a long time now. Most of the times he's got near the team, even come. I know, look, we can talk about injuries and he's been in and out of the team, but when he has played, he's been poor, yeah. very poor. Um, you and call, ghosted through go, games and, and stuff so I think it was well warranted for all the fans to be I going also, the team. Well, I, I, and I'm going to be contrary a little bit here I thought he had a great 25 minutes mm. right first 25 minutes I thought Lalana was fantastic mm. after that it was a lot of perspiration not a lot of actual impact right mm. so I think mm. that it's not what he does though that's exactly yeah. what he does and there's nothing wrong with that it's not, it's not but, but I, I you know he didn't he didn't run the game. You know what I mean? I thought that they were more impressive performers than Lalana. I thought Salah was better than him. I thought Fabino was better than him. Um, so so I don't want to go overboard on it. My own personal view on Lalana is that this team has passed him by. I don't think he's actually dropped off in terms of level that much. I think this is the Lalana we saw yesterday is pretty much the performance you would have got out of him 18 months ago, two years ago. It's just that the quality of the people around him is so much higher now. Saying that... And that's probably why the, it was the Burnley game that Klopp yeah. chose to put him into as well. And I think we, he, he won't start on Wednesday. We, we won't know that. The advantage so. of Lalana is whether it's Lalana or anyone else, is about playing someone in midfield who is an attacking midfield. Mm. Yeah. So whether it's Lalana or Keita or Shakiri. I don't really mind. Like, where are we? Well, honestly, what's the honest opinion on Lalana starting ahead of Keita? How? What does that say about me. how bad Keita <clears throat> is, has been? Like, it, it is an indictment of how poor he's been. Well, and I don't think so. Stuff. They have stood up on, 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 on Keita, uh, you know, and ranted and raved about him and want to be proven. We, we told us he was this good and he was this good. And have been, you know, he's been played out of position, apparently, by Klopp when he's played. There's nothing to, uh, to detract from me that he's been poor. Gav would like to reply to you. I, I've, I'm fairly open. Sorry, on, I'm, ahead, I'm, no, I'm fairly open on Keita. We've had this discussion before. I think... It, He's been poor. Let's be honest about no, it. No, I think we have to give him a certain amount of time. Fabino has come on great, and I think Kade for the position he's looking to play. I think he needs a bit more time. That may happen. It may not. Lalani yesterday, I think the reason he plays is if you watch him, like Dave said, really good twenty-five minutes. He's involved, but watch him then facilitate others. He drops out to this left-hand side that Kade used to go to and didn't really influence. But you watch him support Robertson yesterday. Watch him cover for him. Watch him get into positions that allow Mane to get centrally. Where does Mane end up? Centrally scores. Do you know what I mean? He, he facilitated Mane in a massive way yesterday because he just finds these areas where he can link with Robertson. He can cover Robertson. And it just frees Mane off that well, left-hand he, side. He also, he also knows our systems and how to play in a clock team. He, more, more he than does Kate know our does, systems. Where, where's, but whereas Keita is still learning but his to best, be a clock player. But arguably his best form for Liverpool was when he played in the front three. If you yeah. when you watch him away on Man City <clears> in Klopp's fourth season, I think he plays up there with Coutinho and Firmino, and he presses the life out of City, mm-hmm. and we absolutely take them take them to the cleaners. Now he's being asked to play a slightly deeper role. Lallana coming on at Everton to go up and play as a ten, forget it. Yeah, he's too he's too much of a technical player in there where he doesn't have that burst of pace to get away. Man. He's not going to stick one in the top corner at twenty five yards, and usually he doesn't tread the ball. But watch him yesterday; he's laying stuff off to Robertson to get it in the box. Yeah. He's getting the ball into Fabinho so to I, recycle. I think there's a couple of interesting things. No, you're right. No, but you're, but you're right as well. And, and Phil, to a point, nobody yesterday said, oh, Lallana's playing is great. Me included. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? I looked and went, well, that's a really strange decision. 
after the game, and I know it's hindsight, you're going to go, yeah, he did play well. He didn't influence the game on the ball, as you say, after 25 minutes or so, but he facilitated and he walked, walked very well. But hard. on the Keita thing, I think there's a couple of things. First of all, Klopp said that Lalana for five training sessions in a row, this, was unbelievable, Yeah. right? Now, the flip side of that is he is basically saying to Keita and Shakiri, you have not been yeah. brilliant for five training sessions in a row, basically, mm-hmm. right? Because he's calling that out. But I also think that you've got to look at this, you know, the stage of the season we're at. And I think that the way Klopp has run this season, if you look at it, is first kind of 10 games he's gone with what he knows, the people that require the least tactical information. Then he's gone to the middle part of the season where the games are stacking up and he's go, he's introduced these new players and gone, okay, stake your claim. Yeah. Fabino's claimed it, Shakiri claimed it as a, as a sub, you know, Matip came in because of the injury to Gomez. So he's introduced these players and gone, okay, you now make the case for why the second half of the season you should play more. And I think with Keita, what he's done is he's gone, yeah, I've seen some pockets of good stuff. But this is, an, you know, this is a guy that's played some games very far forward. He has no assists, no goals. Um, I don't think he's good as a sub, right? Mm-hmm. I think he has to start. And I think Klopp has now gone, okay, well, final 10 games of the season, I'm going back to what I did at the beginning of the season, which is I'm playing the guys I know inside out. They don't need a lot of direction. They know what they're going to do. You don't spend $52 million on a player like Keita to write them off after one season. He's had moments of really good stuff, and I think we can all see what he can do. He needs more tactical work. Mm. Maybe he needs to be fitter. I don't know, because he had a little injury as well, mm. same as Shakiri. So I, I think too much is made into it. I think what Klopp does, like all managers do, is they go, what's the best team that I can put out based on what he's seen in training? Is he trying, is he trying to manage people's integration into the team at the level they're at because if you will go back to Fabinho trying to be integrated into a team they play too deep yeah. and that's when Shaqiri got into the team because he played out wide yeah. and he brought Firmino back and then Firmino goes back up front Firmino, Fabinho was able to play in a tree where he's yeah. the deepest and all of a sudden Shaqiri's not there Yeah. did that kind, did they coincide with each other? I think they do I think that he looks at it first of all you've got to ask yourself what does Klopp want from his midfield right and it's the engine room he's not looking for um he's okay with that being pretty functional, providing that the fullbacks and the forwards are performing. Mm. I think that's the way he structures it. Again, we and I think his his plan I look, I don't think Klopp thought he'd be in a title race at this point in the season. All cards on the table. I think he thought I, I don't think that's what the squad was built for. Mm. So I think he probably thought by this point that we'd have top four pretty much wrapped up. And experiment a little and bit. And then he can mm. experiment. But now he's suddenly gone, fuck, eight games to go, I'm a point behind, we can win the league. I'm not going to fuck about now, so I'm going to go not conservative in terms of how he sets the team up, but conservative in terms of I'm not taking risks on selections. I'm picking guys I know can go and do it. Well, the, the, for me, the, one the key things that came out yesterday's game really focused around the performance in terms of after going on one, going one nil down because we had we've been struggling for the last few weeks where teams have stacked the defence against Ooh, us. Yeah. they had a goal and they stacked the defence in front of us, and we found a way to break them down mm, and yeah. ruthlessly break them down yeah. and it was like it was the first time in a long time I saw the front three play like they played last season yeah. Yeah. I know Salah didn't score but he was well, instrumental he was, he was to everything brilliant. that was going he was, on he had a fantastic game and he looks like a player who 
thankfully seems to be building ahead of steam yeah. for this run-in because yeah. he'd gone through a good few weeks where he was sort of struggling to find form. All he's missing at the moment is the goal. Yeah, like he, 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 he well for a few games. He even yeah. cut inside and, and took a shot similar to the goal he scored against Roma last season. Yeah. yeah. And that was the first time I've seen him doing Yeah, do that I was doing exactly. Yeah. It, it cut, dropped, two, dropped two players in yeah. the left, cut yeah. back and, and got a shot. I was like, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. This, is what, this is what we want to see. another little run like a Spurs goal, didn't he go off to the right? Yeah. Yeah. Done, yeah. Went by two or three. Yeah, no, well, it's all round game, yes. Yeah, so, uh, was yesterday, was it? No, yeah. what, yeah. Uh, yeah. what day is today? I'm, I'm lost. Yeah. The death. Yeah, was, was, was excellent. Drank lots of wine at the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, just that, even Firmino, Firmino, I've, I've been criticising him this season because he's been very, very wasteful when he's had the ball. Yeah. Um, and that was a change in the way he was playing. He was, like, the first, although, the first 20 minutes or so, he was passing the ball to the bench. That was like, going, well, Firmino. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's, I think and like he's, he's absolutely magnificent at making a bit of space though, Feldy. And there was a few great, times he, he, that's great if something happens. Now and he makes loads of like, space and then passes. No, but with, I think the key is getting around think, it. Then he was out the boyline. He just a little step inside. And you know, someone else would have played the you know the Stonewall English baller. Just knock that up the line. And let your man run. No, but the and, problem I have is I look at him and every time I see him, they're going, "Yeah, he just reminds me so much as far as." But then, yeah. He doesn't have. But Suarez was a different animal, Phil. Like yeah. you know, you're, you're there's, there's similarities in style. There's similar similarities. Yeah. similarities yeah. in protection of the ball and the vision he has at times. But he can be a bit madcap at times as well. Mm. Where right. Suarez at the start was like that, and then just progressed into. A, a fucking but that's what, that's what I'm saying. Every time I see him, I still see four seasons for us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, think the, I think the massive now, thing. I think the massive thing for Firmino is when you get these other two boys closer to him. Yeah. You know, when you get Mane and he's out stuck on the left, and there's a distance between them. You know, Firmino's looking to get that ball in, and where is he? Is he really close to me? I'm just going to flick around the corner into a little gap, and this guy will burst. The same with Salah. Salah earlier on in the season, his overall game at the moment is great, but you notice that earlier on in the season, he was standing with his back to the defenders close to them, and they were literally saying, right, just turn it on your left there, and we'll hit you. And they were, But now he's, he's pulling out wide, and they're saying, put it in front of me. Mm. And I'll run at him with I, it. I, 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 the massive thing, the thing for Firmino is, is, these two boys close to him. When you get these two boys close, and chaos fucking ensues. I don't and think he's 100% fit, Firmino. Hmm. I, I just got this funny feeling he's carrying it. Not like a knock, but like... A gin and tonic. <laughs> <laughs> because he... he, he see his drinks table? Yeah. Oh, oh my see God. See the pictures? See the drinks <laughs> table he has? But he has got outrageous. There's bars in Dublin that don't have that many bottles. That's a You know, that burst of acceleration, he's just a little, like, cautious, I feel. The other thing is, he drastically overestimates how good he is at dribbling. <laughs> like, you know, he's like, <laughs> he, he drastically overestimates how many men he can beat. Like, you know? But, like, what you were saying, Gav, that, you know, that they were closer together. Like, you know, he was he was in and he got those two go you know, tap ins basically. Mm. But that was because the others created the space for him to, to do that. So yeah, I, I Yeah, but like if you look if you look at the goal from Mane yesterday, yeah. Lalana makes a great block. Yeah. Right? In no, normal circumstances Mane will be standing left wing. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Salah will be miles out, but when that block happens, Salah's in the box. Mm. The the man Charlie Taylor, who I thought of fantastic yeah. game, makes a great tackle. But there's Mane. Mm. So even just the three of them being close together, centrally on the pitch, you can make as many tackles as you but want. But these boys are just on it again. But that for me all stems from the fact that they have a fourth man. We always go about the yeah, top three, yeah, yeah, but sure. they have a fourth man. Whether it's a guy pressing or whether it's a guy yeah. feeding. Them. So it's they're not expected to do the pressing and the scoring. When, when one attacking player down, when yeah. he plays the midfield, yeah. they're expected to play against Bayern. Exactly. Yeah. And when when you put that there, 
it means that you can't you never have two in the box. What's yeah. the, what's the next time, right? Yeah. We never have two in the box in those instances. Except when we do play an attacking style midfielder, whether it's Lalana, whether it's Keita, whether it's Shakiri, we always have two in the box when the ball breaks down and that intrinsically makes us more dangerous. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing And I think he wants that. But I think if you look at so this is how I think he probably looked at it at the beginning of the season. His number one choice is Oxley and Chamberlain mm-hmm. gets injured, right? Mm-hmm. Number two choice is uh Lalana gets injured. Number three choice, Fekker doesn't sign him. Uh, signs Shakiri and signs Keita. And both of those guys haven't quite done enough for for Shakiri. Well, I, I think Keita is because when you look at the start of the season, he starts he starts in that role and then so picks up an injury. There, and then, picks up an injury, it doesn't come yeah. back. And I think with Shakiri Shakiri I mean, because of the money that we bet, he's not that top tier kind of like he's going to play every game. He's mm-hmm. not going to start. So I think to be fair to Klopp, the system he wants is Fabino. Keita, Oxley, Chamberlain. I think that is absolute perfect. Everyone fit midfield, yep. um, and then you have got other people Fred, to come just in. Just that for Fabinho, Keita, and Oxley, Chamberlain. Yeah, yeah I think that's good, what he's it? looking for. It does sound good, but like believe it. it or not, the loss of Oxley, Chamberlain, and Lalana because he got injured as well was bigger than if we'd lost any other midfielder. Mm. Probably, <laughs> I think his <clears throat> his preferred midfield would be Fabinho, Wijnaldum. Um, Keita, if everyone was on form, and, and I mean on the form that they sign players. I agree with you. the attacking I think I think, I, I think I think he sees Wijnaldum and Keita as two multifunctional midfielders. Yeah, so he sees Wijnaldum as his water carrier. That's so he, he actually has in his mind, if he has those two playing in form, he has five attacking mids. But also, uh, but always two covering mids because he knows that Fabinho is a serious, a serious safety net. I think Klopp has to be a little bit surprised as well, just how good he is at, yeah. at mm. what he's doing. He's well, fucking amazing, especially after his first few games. Because yeah. remember, look at the first games, and this fan's never going to get. Well, away, no, away to Arsenal, he was crazy. He couldn't have. Well, he seen the ball. To be fair, Klopp did is he put Henderson extra for a couple of games. Yeah, played him as a two. Well, this is what this what goes back to. He put him in as a two, and he said, right, I'll put someone in beside you. Yeah. And learn what you need to do. Exactly. And I'd say he's running them during the week. Oh no, you're not playing the fucking two. Mm. Yeah. You can train in the three. You can play in the two, but we yeah. train you in the three. We go, like, we go back to the first game of the season. We go back to the first game of the season. We were when we were at few was at, and the midfield three that day was Wijnaldum, Milner, Keita. And what happened was Wijnaldum was deepest. He strolled through the game. Milner went out right, predominantly played right side of midfield yeah. as a yeah. centre midfielder. And Kate was in the middle of the park. Lelou do what he wants. Mm. Now, if you look at the change in that now, you'll see Fabinho there, you'll see Wijnaldum centrally, and you'll see Kate being pushed left, oh, a bit like Lalana was done yesterday. For Kate now, the role in this team may be, I'm playing Fabinho, I'll play Oxley chamberlain or I'll play Wijnaldum. But when you come into this team, they're staying central because they're going to be your cover. And you need to get used to this role as, as like an inside left Drifty, where drifty. you can drift mm. but he needs to get close to Robertson but that's the Coutinho role he liked to, Coutinho liked to sit in that left channel yeah. just yeah. off the left hand side of the midfield and that's where he influenced the game because he liked to drift from wide to central and he hence, always wanted to come from a left hence side hence the fair curling yeah. yeah and that's yeah. me that has always been I don't care what anyone says we haven't signed a Coutinho replacement and if there's one place we need to go in and strengthen in the summertime outside of centre-back and potentially back up right-back, it's definitely to get in a Coutinho replacement. And whether that's an ISCO, whether it's fucking... If we want to spend all our budget on one player, that's the one player that's fundamentally going to take us to, to the next tier. It is. It is. If Keita is, is, cannot turn this into his advantage and say, OK, I'm going to go in there and I am a centre midfielder, but I am going to play... 
an inside left role more than anything else. What was Cage's return in terms of goals in the Bundesliga? He was. He, he, I don't know exactly. He, he, I don't home, he, remember, do not remember all the YouTube moments on Twitter of breaking midfield and passing, breaking midfield, passing, and then putting a 25 to 30 yard shot into the top corner. Oh. Ah, okay. But obviously the goals are slightly smaller in England and the ball is slightly heavier. <laughs> I mean, I, I just think I'm a right little snide cunt as well. Love the love the red cards. Yeah, he yeah. loves the red cards. Just the other thing is as well, Kido was pretty poor the season before he came to us. Mm. Like, yeah, I, but that's what I said yeah. only a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So yeah. This is the thing. You don't. You can't turn form on and off. And if you get into your head that you're the big man about town and you get in and you're picking and choosing the games that you're playing, when you come into a team like this, we're expected to play from the off. Yeah, it's not the same. And I think that's what Klopp's trying to drill into him a little bit is you've got to win your place mm. and keeping him hungry and keeping him trying and keeping him. But, but you're but right. You're right. Point he's, saying he's, that if he's that far off and not with it, then look, what's the point? In t- like, would you say that there's a, a, an opportunity here where Klopp would just say this isn't going to work? No, I don't think so. I think I think Dave's right. I think I think Klopp has got to the stage of the season where he's looked and went eight games left. Fuck this! I'm not taking chances. I'm, I'm going to go with what I know. Yeah, and if it's not working, okay, but I'll have to go with these as, a, as the me joker card. You know, yeah. the, you know, an yeah, ace sleeve. It's why Sturridge gets a game, right? Because he knows Sturridge. He's worked with Sturridge. He knows what Sturridge is going to do. So it's easier to play Sturridge, even though it's a fucking joke, and he is. I mean, he's done. Why are you laughing? But that's why Sturridge gets Sturridge. a game. Sturridge being mentioned. Well. Who loves Sturridge? Who's the one that the call? Yeah, yeah. His ears, are, his, the hair is prickling on the back of his neck at all. Matt has him down for 15 league goals this season, and he's standing by it. <laughs> I tell you, I was more annoyed with a Sturridge sub uh, when he came on for Firmino than I was for Lalana coming on. I, I, I actually get you because I think Origi's done well, if not scoring loads of goals, but he's, he's, he puts himself about mm. and at least he looks at more goals than Sturridge. Yeah. You know, and I'd rather see him getting a. One of my mates has texted me. The prick was giving out awards at the fucking. The brick. The brick. Oh, the brick, brick the awards. Yeah. The yeah. fucking dressed up like fucking a, a rap artist, and that, that's why he was. I'm not, no, I'm not going to sit here and abuse stories. Look, I think you know he uh, he's he had a couple of brilliant seasons for us. We all know how good he it's was. He's just not that player. We all know no. that he's been destroyed by injuries, right? Yeah. Mm. Um, and I do want to see him finish out his career wherever wherever he's going to be successful. Even if it means going up to Celtic and scoring a bucket load of goals for Celtic yeah. when he's fit. He needs to sign for a side that will. Dominate seventy to eighty percent possession. He needs to go to Italy. Yeah, he'd be the top scorer. He would actually. That's a great yeah. show. Go to Milan or somewhere like that. If you look at the way Higuain is playing for Chelsea at the moment, yeah. and you put you put Sturridge into a team in Italy, and he'd score twenty to twenty five mm. goals for you. I swear to God, he would tear it up in Syria. Mm. The problem for Sturridge is that he's lost pace and got too big. So what's happened is because he's lost his pace, he's bulked up and tried to be like a proper centre forward. And like, I think he's tried to morph himself into a number ten. Be honest, rather than running yeah, beyond. Well, but, but the flip side to a ten is that you have to also be able. To, in, in modern day football, right, the days of Raquel May and all is gone. So the ball doesn't come to you. You have to go and be part of the game and move around to be involved. Well, there's in not even happening. any number. Who's numbers ten? Now you got Hazard and you've got there's, there's no attacking teams who is going. I mean, Monsieur can't get pretty solid on the ball. He very rarely gives it away. He's a decent ball for Barney's goal as well. In fairness, too. But I actually don't want to focus too much on storage because the one thing I want to wrap up with, with this is that we, we got four goals we conceded two right? when the, the second one was a pretendy goal didn't count the second yeah. one wasn't the second one exploited the fact that we don't have a backup right back right? and that's what they just basically tried to lock I thought put, Alisson was poor for it as well they put Crouch in the middle right mm. and they just said right Trent has gone off just run down that, that right channel all day Henderson hasn't a breeze where he is right mm. and just lump balls into the box and we walk off Crouch if we just get a few balls to the back of the box if it drops down 
we get a shot away. And that's literally how the goal comes. There yeah. was no, that wasn't great tactics. Well, the ball drops down. Your man Vidra actually plays a nice pass in the box. He plays a nice pass to the guy that scores. Robertson isn't goal side mm. when he should be. And I thought Alisson was poor. And yeah, it is. It is quite near post. Yeah. Wasn't it? A, was it the second goal? Wasn't it a own goal? Didn't it come off Robertson? No, 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 no. no. I just, th- well, I what th- happens is when the ball is played by Vidra across him, he kind of, he kind of takes a touch, and it looks like he's going to go across the keeper, and he just, he just takes a hit. He barely hits yeah. it with his left foot. Yeah. But Robertson sliding in, he should be goal side, and then I think Allison is kind of waiting for it to go across him, and it goes this side, and it's, it's kind of fault. He does a bit of minulay, actually. I think. Might be looking for a new keeper in the summer. Aktebergert. No. Aktebergert. Aktebergert. You've got to be careful with this. Yeah. This is yeah. what happens one good season, then he'll injections are kicking in now. Huge, bleeding downhill corner <laughs> is about to happen. <laughs> like, what happened to him? Klopp yeah. loves Aktebergert, though. Yeah. I think he's he drinks it and goes drinking. Yeah, that's what it is. Ah, knackered drinking, I'd say. Him and Aktebergert and Alana all had the pictures. Anyway, right, just to wrap up, lads. So, Bayern Munich, we never got the predictions earlier on because. Because Dave started talking about Manchester City again. He's obsessed with Manchester City. <laughs> <laughs> he can't help himself. He's just City, City, City. I love can't wait for their ten point deduction. Next year, that gives you like they're the never getting. Then, but uh, let, uh, just to touch on that, the, I know there's everyone. I think Bernardo's are fucking looking into them and everything at this stage. <laughs> they're never getting a points deduction. Not in fucking. Chance. They get a fine. I'll tell you what this is. This is a clearing of the decks before their boy and their PSG lad. Get into fucking power do and decide what? what they're doing. No, it's all they, they get a fine, right? And Etihadio Torios, <laughs> be a new sponsorship partner, and they will give them four billion. Euros. I reckon. I reckon they get a, they get a fine ban. and they get a, a transfer ban that kicks in. After Manchester City stand. We're we're selling we're selling tons I don't of over what they the done, I mean, they're, they're, I know what you're saying, right? But this is like. If they don't get a proper punishment for this, it's basically saying well, anyone. Well, hang on, hang they, on. They, they PSG, can't find them. PSG right, so should have been should have got a proper punishment, right? And they got nothing. So all they're gonna get, right? They get a fine, and even no, if they get transferred, they New York City will sign eleven players for a hundred million in the summer, right? <laughs> and they happen to loan them to Manchester City. Well, this is why that's their first beagle. That anyway, right? it's a clear beagle report. How they never did that anyway. Well, for me, no, for me, it's for me, it's a clear beagle. That was me not play. So just my imagination. Was he not meant to play? No, Lampard. Lampard was the one where he was with New York City, and it just happened to get loaned to Manchester City. Never But he should do that with all their players. Now, what happened? Right, that their beagle report was came out in November last year. Mm-hmm. So what, all of a sudden, without nothing new really coming up, why, why is all that to kicking off again? What's what's the, being the catalyst now? Because the report would have come out so and would have been looked at. And now, now the, the report, I read the report when it came out. In t- a lot of it. Somebody the turned, first, uh, chapter one of it, I read Somebody it. turned the internet on in the way for headquarters. And all of a sudden, <laughs> they got an email. Now, someone one of the lads logged into Twitter and said, Jesus, did you see this? Yeah. Why hasn't no one checked the spam account for fuck's sake? <laughs> did, you see, did you see what they said to me get up to? No. Yeah. And right beside it. No, we we did we do we not did we or did we not we a couple of weeks ago speak about this that is it the one of the main lads in Man City and one of the main lads in PSG are taking up roles now in no, the No, the fellow PSG is that is now being made head of UEFA, right? And yeah. I said Maybe sarcastically, but possibly seeing into the future, I said that it's likely that Man City will get the governance of FFP, right? Because they're the only ones who know how to get around it. So <laughs> it's like when you put the mafia in charge of the CIA, because they were the lads who knew what to do. Anyway, prediction for Bayern Munich. Ray, Bayern. I changed my mind. I was thinking about Scardar earlier. We're going to beat them 2-1, the Reds. Stop. James. 2-2. Two, two. 
you're a twat when it comes to that. I fucking told you to come up with a proper score, Dave. <laughs> uh, we won't turn out forfeit to <laughs> <laughs> Just give it up. <laughs> I think we'll I think we'll go out with an arrow defeat. I uh we'll lose one nil. I think that they got a great home record. I mean for all Immense. The, for all of whatever we're talking about. And I know everyone's confident we'll score, but they 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 just didn't they win at the beginning of the six, six nil. Yeah, so I mean they got a hell of a home record. I think we'll lose narrowly. Right, you know when the fans turn up, the away fans who are normally really loud when they go to these matches, they turn up in the boy arena and those lads are just singing for like 190 minutes of a yeah. 90 minute game. It's just all right. Then. It's like us at Anfield, right? The players are going to walk on the pitch, go, we'll win. Yeah. Right. When we go to Anfield, it doesn't matter who comes mm. to Anfield, we think. Well, we'll win. We're at home. Of course we will. It's a, you know... Yeah. We played kick same. away from home and now all this is... But I just I don't think it's in us anymore to be wilting at any teams. We just have a bit of a I don't think we wilt. I just I, don't... I, I think it's 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 a huge ask to go to Bayern Munich and get a result. But there's no excitement around it either. I know we talked about it earlier, but like, there's no one like, oh my God, away at Bayern. Oh is my, that just know? us? Or would you reckon the players are the same? I don't see it anywhere, really. I think our league position... And the the chase we're in at the minute has knocked the Champions League aside a little yeah. bit. I'm more excited about Because I'm more worried about it what is. if he gets injured on Wednesday yeah, or... Exactly. It's the competition we can win. Right, so, hold on. It's the competition we can win. Phil, what, what score do you think it'll be on Wednesday? Huh? What score do you think it'll be on Wednesday? I think it'll be nil all after 90 minutes. Right. And I think it'll be one all after 120 minutes. Right, so we go through after extra time. No, there's, there's, I thought away goals don't count the next time. No, they do. They do? Mm-hmm. Sorry, it'll be nil all in after. <laughs> <laughs> See, we go through and away goals is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. After, 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 extra, after extra oh, time. Geez, mm. Just to completely want. tore us out for the Fulham game at the weekend. It all depends on our... It all, depend, it all depends on... Prick, you're right there. For me, it all depends on our outlook. I think if we make this an open game, I think we beat them. Um, if we make it a tactical game like you said earlier where we sit back seriously and we what's the point in turning up for the game <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Dave what are we winning think of the benefits by not you're going through all this you know it's going to be turned into a tactical game you know that this if it's a tactical game where we sit back and try to be solid with the midfield that he's gone in Europe away from home on PSG mm. Napoli I think we lose yeah. and why do you think it'll be anything different when every single big game is well it mightn't be any way different but I think if we, if we go out and make this Byron. if we stretch this game I think there's a personal thing I think I really think he'll want to go in that's great if we stick if we stick, there. if we stick to that no, sorry if we stick to that it, I think we lose but I think if if he makes it an open game where it's a bit of a free for all he's not going to do that he, no. no he's not but, no, uh, we're just not going to let you finish the sentence, Gav. Okay, we lose 2-1. You, you keep saying lose two if one. he does this. Yeah. Lose 2-1. Yeah. And, I, and as I love the Champions League, but listen, I, I've, all, my, all my eggs and all my neighbours' eggs are in the fucking league yeah, basket. Be, I'm telling yeah, you. I, I, I want us to stay in the Champions League because we're not winning the league, so I need us to win. We are winning the league. We are winning the league. We're winning both. Well, I, anyway, that's the yeah. podcast. That's a wrap. <laughs> Up yours. Jürgen Thanks Klaps, to double winning reds. Jürgen Klaps, double winning reds. Back next week. Cup table on Thursday. Up the double reds. something at some stage. And that'll be the end of it. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone.
All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. Sports Social Podcast Network.